Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Christmas I'm Molly I'm Pete And Pete did a very producery start to that You remind me of the radio producer in Meet Me at the Magnolia <laughs> It was about a radio duo And their producer would come in before they started and would give her a countdown yeah. like it was TV. <laughs> like five, yeah, four, really dramatic. three, and then the Like in the Wayne's points. World. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to watch two movies on Netflix, and they've both like been, you know, up high in the Top rankings. Yeah. yeah. And so the first one was Holiday, which was the first Netflix Christmas movie to come out this year. They seem to be like releasing like one a week. And it was with Emma Roberts and some, some who was guy? the guy? Some Hemsworthy guy. Yeah. And um it was really thought it was really bad unwatchable. Like how long did we make it? Fifteen or twenty minutes? The premise of the show is that these Emma Roberts and the Hemsworth looking guy would celebrate holidays together if they didn't have dates. And it's and it started at Christmas and we got to New yeah, Year's. But it's because they both there was like like she had all this pressure from her family to like why didn't she have a boyfriend? Which this has been a premise in other Christmas movies and maybe that's just not how my family is, but I've never known anyone who's parents have put pressure i don't know like that does not seem that seems really dated to me that doesn't seem modern yeah. maybe that's just how my my bubble but that seems like a far-fetched premise that you, your parents would be so harsh to you and her francis fisher played her mom who was like the cat casting was really all over the place in that one and Frances Fisher is old enough to be her great grandmother so mm-hmm. that was odd and it took place in Chicago um, both of these both of the Netflix movies we tried to watch took place in Chicago yeah no, that's why I was excited about them they were like supposed to like live in like a bungalow in Chicago but then they would always be hanging out at a mall and I'm like this is so bizarre they're not malls in Chicago to hang yeah out Emma Roberts lived in Logan Square yeah and her parents lived in Evanston and they, yeah. they showed a weird map of how you get to Logan Square how do you get to Evanston from Logan Square and they were totally not in the right place Evanston and, was like Northwest well the family had a very like Portage Park or Berwyn or something like that feel yeah they were like they weren't the classiest family like Evanston's a little bit it's like you've got a little bit of North Shore snootiness and a little bit of like bookworm academic Mm -hmm. you don't have like bungalows Mm -mm. number one and then you just don't have this kind of Chicago-y sort of family it's like doesn't make any sense yeah so it was it was really crass there was no charm to it there was nothing there was nothing cute about it there was nothing warm about it they were just mean people they went to some cheesy like windy city live type club or what you know like new year's yeah yeah it was like we were watching the janet davies mark james greco thing where they would go out to the like abc7 yeah like rosemont where the squirrel nut zippers exactly like that was bad voodoo daddy she was excited he had tickets to this like new year's eve part i was like this is terrible and i hate these people and there was like you know it was sort of trying to be a little bit like home for the holidays or the family stone like one of those like classic family like dysfunctional family 
Christmas movies, but it was just it was just a piece of garbage. So we stopped watching that. We didn't make it through that one. Then a few nights later, you were like, "Oh, let's." I heard about this. One. You know, I heard about it. Netflix sent me an. E- it's code for Netflix sent me an email. Like you might like this movie. <laughs> no, I, I think it was because um, Tracy Schwartz from the Tribune. Oh yeah, you know she follows these closely, especially when they're you know Chicago re- related. She had been tweeting about it. So I was like, oh, what's this one that's also set in Chicago? And that was the one with the DJs. Yeah, Meet Me at the Magnolia, which I feel like we didn't finish it, but we watched more of it. And I potentially could finish it if really I had watched everything else and there was nothing else to watch. Holiday, you could not force me to finish that one. Meet Me at the Magnolia was not good, but not the worst. You didn't. I think maybe you were the reverse of me. You liked Holiday better than... Yeah, only because the Meet Me at... The Magnolia had DJs. Yeah, and I was had really, radio. And I was really mad at the way they presented radio. Well, like you get, ex- you know, you get excited if it's about radio, but then you know that it's not going to be, you know, we know going into it that it's not going to be accurate and you're going to be pointing out all the flaws. They're allegedly doing a, the number one morning show in Chicago, but then they show this guy waking up and it's like 7.15. And I'm like, what, what, what? This is not a... I guess it's a mid-morning show. Well, they're also, like, recording it on December 26th, which, if they're, like, the top talk, whatever, radio DJs in the city, they would have that day off. Probably, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, it sets up, like, oh, he's a slob, and she's really, like, neat, Mm. and on top of things, and they had been, like, childhood friends and had, like, a high school radio show together, and they were still together, and, oh, oh, no, are we going to find out that they actually, like, fall in love at the end? <laughs> but she we was, don't know. No, we didn't finish it. But I have a, I have a, I have a gut feeling. Their parents are friends because you know, obviously, uh, they had been friends since they were children. And yeah. do they? Did the parents own the jazz the, club? The dads owned the jazz club together, and the dads seemed very much a couple <laughs> as yeah. well. It felt like a very like Grace and Frankie kind for of situation a second <laughs> where you thought that they were going to be. They were not, or they nobody knew that they were. <laughs> that wasn't part of it. The guy, whatever, he had like big ears. That's like all I really remember about him. But the girl was like almost Miley Cyrus, which is odd that one is like a Hemsworth and the other one, and then a Miley Cyrus type. But she had like these really big fake teeth that were very distracting. And you kept saying she looked like she was a smoker. Yeah, she she sounded like a smoker, and her face had the complexion of a smoker. So then I I pictured her smelling, you know, stinking. Yeah, or like kind of mint, like smelling like covering up smoke. Yeah, with perfume or something. Yeah, or or like mint something. Yeah. Yeah. I was smelling the cigarette smoke coming off the TV, and that was bothering me. Well, they were both, it was filmed in Ottawa, and they were both, um, so like we're finding out that all these movies, some movies were filmed before everything was shut down. What was the radio station called? Like ninety eight seven, the wave the or something, the breeze maybe. Yeah, it was like um, wh- how would you describe the building? It was just like an industrial yeah. area, yeah, like a factory type order. with like a big sign, yeah. <laughs> a big fake sign. But these these were Canadian actors, and this was filmed in Ottawa. It was not filmed in Chicago, and like they would show. Was that the one that they showed the New? We've York? watched so many now. <laughs> in the beginning, they showed a scene of the cityscape of New York. No, that then, was Hallmark. That oh. was Hallmark. This one would show like Chicago, but then it would show obviously not Chicago. And I'm like, 
just nobody just show stock footage of chicago don't show an obviously not chicago like just sweeping kind of like drone shot sort of thing just stick to the chicago why even throw the not chicago in we watched a a hallmark one that also was chicago based that was a lot better with their references yes we watched um there's a hallmark ones there's been a bunch of hallmark ones in boulder this year but there there was one in chicago that made an attempt at talking about chicago a lot called on the 12th date of christmas and it's um a couple who work in gaming they're gamers which you would think that that means like that they work on like video games but no it's like actual like games it lies somewhere in between video games and like games that people play in person with each other in a tech kind of way so we're unsure if this is a a real job a job Mm -hmm. in real life or not so they are tasked with making a scavenger hunt by someone who's opening a um, hotel in chicago the davenshire or something like that and which looks when they go to it like it's been built up to be this like amazing hotel it looks very standard <laughs> yeah, um like holiday in lobby or it just looks like a hotel airport or i mean an airport hotel and like it's you know there's gonna be this huge deal that they're opening it and they have like just a few days to make this like scavenger hunt and then get like 2,000 people to come and do the scavenger hunt apparently came and did it which was if 20 people equals 2,000 people in a Hallmark movie yes they accomplished (laughs) that so they they fall in love over you know they start like kind of butting heads and they fall in love over building the scavenger hunt and going around to the whole point of it is to go to neighborhoods in Chicago which they randomly throw in some specific neighborhoods Mm -hmm. but then balance that out with being really generic and with and setting it again like you know wherever it was filmed in canada like that doesn't look anything like chicago so they would be like at a restaurant in lincoln square and then they would go around you know which is supposed to be like a little charming neighborhood and then they'd go around the corner it was obviously like they were in the like downtown business district of whatever city this was they filmed it in vancouver or whatever yeah they would mention lincoln square and say what about that old german neighborhood lincoln square let's go there so that's very specific they mentioned andersonville yeah it turns out that one of the writers i believe was from chicago or was went to northwestern yeah something like that oh my gosh went to northwestern is now writing hallmark movies (laughs) (laughs) hey that's a good gig it had the feel of perhaps maybe somebody that had lived here for a while and then moved away to la to like do a start a career in like television writing yeah but then never really updated her references yeah like they talk about portillo's so they go to like a cider place in lincoln square and then they, which there used to be a cider place remember the one yeah, that, uh, that's true. that closed yeah but then they go around the corner to like the very like white concrete business district kind of looking building and it's just like a sign put like <laughs> taped up onto the building that says like french restaurant and what, what were they famous for they're famous for their cocoa bomb. <laughs> Very Chicago. Kind of like... <laughs> it's really weird. They, um, like some of their some things were good and like some of their clues were good but then like in the end it was just like buy somebody a cup of coffee it was like their last it was so like okay we gotta wrap this up i like this one more than i like you didn't like this one at all no i did not like this one because i like the guy like you know yeah at first 
he I did yeah I liked the two of them I so guess. like the, the guy was up for this he's up for this promotion at this gaming company and his partner his wife was having a, a baby so yeah she went to labor I mean she was nine months pregnant but then they're about to go into their meeting with the woman who with the PR person from the hotel and he gets a text his wife is on her way to the hospital so, in labor so he's gone so now this guy gets the girl whatever her name was Jennifer Jennifer she gets put on this team mm-hmm. to take place of the guy whose wife had the baby and at first you know this guy was like I don't want you know my my partner is this guy I don't yeah. want any new people especially a girl from Iowa God yeah, forbid mean- there's a lot of like you could not succeed if you're from Iowa yeah, in Chicago yeah. I'm like okay <laughs> um, most people in Chicago are from some podunk Midwest town so, so he started off kind of gruff like you didn't really like him but then I warmed up to him pretty quickly well when his partner had to leave to go to the hospital their boss Alistair <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, like like, made him feel so bad about yeah. leaving and basically was just like don't ex- ever come don't expect to yeah. have a job when you you know he just he was so hard on him and so mean to him about leaving to go for his wife was having a baby and like can't you just f- finish the meeting first it seems odd to yeah. me but yeah so this girl's from iowa and she's such a hayseed from iowa she's always baking cookies she's a roommate and they're their apartment's very decorated for christmas and she's always like baking cookies and she's always making grandma sue's cookie recipes grandma sue's what there were a lot of things i didn't like in this in this one grandma sue's number one that i didn't yeah, like didn't like her grandma sue was the worst grandma sue really made me feel like she had a huge Trump flag in her front yard. <laughs> yeah, so she's from Iowa and she has a very, is this her mom that's overbearing? Like her mom is going to make this girl move back to Iowa. Grandma Sue was part oh, of Grandma this. Sue they, her whole family. Yeah, so she she really had to become successful for the at this gaming company, or else her family was going to force her to move back to Iowa. I'm like, girl, yeah. you're a grown woman; you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Your job is—it's just that she wasn't going to get promoted. Like, right? She still had the job. Yeah, she still right. Had a job. She had an apartment. She, you know, like she was Seemed fine. Seemed to be like, doing well. Yeah. Yeah, and the stakes were odd in this one. And I'm like, stop being contr- like maybe don't Facetime with your grandmother every night <laughs> too, who's like controlling your life. This seems like a very unhealthy relationship. <laughs> and what are you going to do in Iowa? <laughs> yeah. Maybe start your own gaming slash Seems like maybe stay in the city where there would be more population to do these scavenger hunts you're so famous company. for. Anyway. Yeah. So she gets, they both get promoted to different jobs and live yeah. happily ever after. And together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, became yeah. a couple. Yeah. 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 Like that was a good one. Him. I thought that was a good one. I, I don't know. I <laughs> To me, it was, was it a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries one? Maybe. It's, it seemed to be a little bit different than yeah. your standard Hallmark fair. I don't know. Maybe because there was tech involved and yeah. younger people and yeah. for Hallmark, a little bit yeah. more progressive than the others. It but didn't I don't know. hit me the right way. Yeah. It was no Cranberry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you you like Cranberry Christmas. It's been my favorite so far this year. And that one has to do with a cranberry farm. And well, first of all, it stars Hallmark queen, Nikki DeLoach, yeah. our favorite. Yeah. She's really the star of like every... <laughs> All of our favorite Hallmark movies. And we came across another one that she was in that we had watched last year or two yeah. years ago. And yeah. she looks completely different to me. Like, she looks like her, her hair, hair was definitely It looks like she's color. wearing a wig in Cranberry Christmas. Yeah. 
she has amazing i love nikki dillard she has amazing arms that i'm very jealous of she the one that we caught like a few minutes of the other night was <laughs> you were like have i seen this one i can't remember i'm like it's another one where her grandmother she <laughs> she's always like has a grandmother that dies and she has to go and fix the estate close out the or whatever estate yeah. or something so you know as we know santa land our our favorite mm-hmm. is where she has to go and her you know her grandmother owned this like christmas town yeah and she has to go take care of that so that's a great one with luke mcfarlane um two all-stars right there but then there's there's two that are very similar that she's in two turtle doves where her grandmother dies and she has to go and like there's like a list she has to do of things and find this ornament and then michael rady is in that one with a with a child we were just starting to watch the christmas bow and there's michael yeah michael rady this year with a his nephew but or cousin or something but and you were like this is similar no oh this is the other one where nikki deloach has to go to her grandmother's house and finish a list she's in two that are this exact same movie except the love interest situation is different and there's no ornament in one of them so cranberry christmas so she they're like magnolia they're like a hgtv kind of couple they're like a lifestyle a couple that owns a lifestyle brand he also her husband also owns a cranberry farm in maine so like their company is based out of maine so it'd be like when you go to like magnolia in texas and there's like all this land and like shops that you can go to to, you know it sort of has like that kind of feel to it and she is more of the instagram influencer Mm -hmm. and he is more of just i like watching the bog (laughs) yeah like doing the cranberry stuff but he's very fancy And not very looked, heterosexual. Is he the one that looked like Rob Delaney? <laughs> yeah. Like poor man's yeah. Rob Delaney. He I forgive like a, us because or forgive me because we've watched a ton of Christmas <laughs> stuff the past couple of weeks. He's so like I'm having difficulty piecing them together. Rob Delaney and that guy from Heroes. What's his name? Scott. No. <laughs> this is a good podcast. Quinto, right? Zachary, Zachary Quinto. Quinto. Yeah. He's like a hybrid of the two of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But he's not like I, I wanted him to be a farmer. Like I wanted some like Carhartness to him. Yeah, he didn't he was a have. fancy farmer. He was a fancy farmer. Yeah. He has some parents who are a little don't have very good boundaries with mm-hmm. him. And so she's they're they're sort of unofficially separated they're like taking a break from each other he's just been in the bogs Mm -hmm. she's been traveling and she goes on like an we it's it's like if oprah was martha stewart sort of show yeah and (laughs) i guess this person is supposed to be uber famous to famous enough where she had a television show but not famous enough where what she would walk by people would know who yeah. she was yeah but she had very little charisma to her though she seemed like she would have been like the assistant to the person who had the who was the personality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like the producer of yeah. the person who had the the personality though i didn't get like star, star from, from her. her no and so she goes on this show and then she's going back for christmas and this woman you know she's telling her about how we have this like holiday market and these fast this festival going on at our our cranberry farm and our, and our land and our you know our shops and things like that that we have and so this oprah stewart comes <laughs> and to film her show there and then it, you know sort of comes out a combination of of oprah stewart asks her to you know if they want their own show on her network slash it comes out that they are 
on the rocks. Mm-hmm. So we all, we also watched on the rocks. Feet, yes, we did. Which I was going to say, we watched on the rocks and not Christmassy. However, it stars two people from a Christmas special that we love. Though very reunited, yeah, yeah. And the Carlisle is in it. Mm-hmm. That too. And Cranberry Christmas. The decision that needs to be made is whether they're going to do this TV show and or stay back and just be a Cranberry Farm slash cranberry farm or if they're going to stay together like if she's going to go move to new york and do the tv show they're going to get divorced he's going to stay mm-hmm. there's a lot of like stay you know he has this vision of them sitting on rocking chairs together <laughs> looking out at the bog <laughs> <laughs> and they you know she's really busy working on this festival going on the whole time too i don't know you you say it checked everything off my christmas movie list well and then it turns out that they get they get back together yeah. and they end up being able to get the tv show but they can shoot it in maine yeah we just Um, spoiled it we just spoiled it for everyone sorry but you know you saying that you liked it so much for the whole movie you kept on yelling (laughs) why don't they just film it in maine (laughs) i guess if they they would have a movie if they i get frustrated with something about all of these movies frustrates me but what what is the deciding factor of if I like it or not? If, if I still like enjoy watching it, like mm-hmm. the twelfth day of Christmas to me was very. I did not enjoy any time spent watching that hmm. movie. I thought it was delightful. This one I liked. At the cranberry Christmas is if you like your more standard. The grandmother Hallmark. was way better than this than this one. The grandmother was who needed her own show. Oh yeah, she, she was, was a standout she was like, you know, in this one too. And then we also watched um, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Yeah, what, which, happened, there? what happened in that one? <laughs> so it's Ashley Williams, who, you know, is another person that I like. Though she's she's a bit actor, actor-y. Mm-hmm. Though. And we got hoodwinked, though, because we don't... We don't like the when it's like royalty. And then they also make military ones every year. And... I just like when they're just... I don't like when they're affiliated with something else. Is that the best way to describe it? Yeah. Like, I like when they're just the people, just lay people doing their job. Like, instead of it's like, you're going along and then all of a sudden it's about something totally different. Yeah, it has a very propaganda... It had a propaganda feel for the military. Yeah. So they always do one of those every year, or, or at least one of those every year. Without promoting this one as the military movie, Mm -hmm. this was the military movie. So she's a teacher and has a child, and she lives in this... It's set in Boulder. Another one set in Boulder. And she lives in this huge house with a guest house mm-hmm. and i'm like how does a single mom with a te- like a second grade teacher salary afford this in boulder save she's a saver <laughs> number one and she works during like the holidays she works on um like at a a camp kind of thing for kids whose whose parents are in the military but are like are deployed and which is again like it's all like very sweet yeah yeah and this guy she's getting a tree and she's carrying it herself oh my gosh she's (laughs) carrying it herself to the car and he's jogging through the christmas lot for some reason yeah you know we're 
we're both runners and we go out of our way to avoid any kind of like congestion sure. in any way then no i'm not going to run through the christmas tree lot no this yeah seems like it was he was almost trying to do sort of an obstacle course yeah sorry to victim blame here but <laughs> i don't know what else he was expecting so she didn't see him and she knocks him over with her christmas tree and then he like he ends up in the hospital then with a broken leg broken arm what did he have uh, i don't know i thought it was just a concussion oh just a concussion that he had to like stick around for he had something he did though yeah this one doesn't <laughs> doesn't stick with me at all i think you fell asleep <laughs> oh did i <laughs> maybe so he was supposed to go he was there like visiting his brother and he's um turns out he's like an architect from new york and he's really burned out and he's on sort of like a sabbatical and he builds skyscrapers of course he was supposed to go skiing in aspen over christmas and now with this injury sidelining he has to stick around to be close to the doctor so he stays in her guest house yada 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 i thought the building skyscrapers was a little uh nod to how i met your mother you know ted mosby liked to build skyscrapers and ashley williams was one of oh uh, yeah ted mosby's she could have been the mother at some point yeah that's true do you think they do you think no. they dug that deep? <laughs> I, I think you're giving them way too much credit. Um, I think they shook their magic eight ball that had like different professions in it and that came up. Speaking of uh, Ted Mosby, we didn't watch any of the good like the slutty pumpkin, any of the good really Halloween. Yeah, I don't like episodes. any of this. <laughs> of the How I Met Your Mother ones? I don't like How I Met Your Mother. Ge- what? I've like you. I've had to watch those slutty pumpkin episodes so many times. It's just like with friends. I don't want to watch them again. I was just thinking it's getting it's getting to be that time where the Thanksgiving uh, episodes start creeping in. When you come when you come down here and I'm watching the West Wing Thanksgiving episode and you you huff and then you say yeah, I'm not watching this down here. I'm going I, upstairs. I just don't like watching the same things over and over again. Why? These Hallmark movies are the same thing over <laughs> but and over a new again. One. There's a new one. The same. If there was new How I Met Your Mother or New Friends, I would totally watch it. They, uh, I was trying to talk you into watching New Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> that still exists. That's a show of the era of yeah, these other shows yeah. that still exists. Yeah, we did watch The West Wing, a little bit of the HBO uh, Max West Wing yeah. special. Which, which was good, but I, I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to finish it. I'm never going to finish it, but I, I, I want to finish it. I'm excited because it's it's like a week and a half away from Thanksgiving. I got to get these friends in. Yeah. There's 10 seasons. You better get started. <laughs> this is like one of those things where like you'll be in the shower or something doing something at night and I'll be in bed and I'll I'll be watching one of these friends episodes and you would you're like you turn around in disgust. Like I'm not coming to bed unless you turn this off. <laughs> you make me sound so mean. Am I am I exaggerating? No. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> anyway, so uh so those are the is are are we caught up on the hallmark? So like the you know the only thing else about the Christmas sweater dude was that he like builds a life size gingerbread house and oh yeah he, like, I, I fell asleep big time they he's he's gonna leave but then like she thinks he doesn't want to anyway they break up they get back together happily ever after <laughs> the last podcast we did was a couple of weeks ago so I feel like we've watched tons and. Going into it, I didn't think that I needed to take notes, but the, uh, this podcast really 
makes the case for me to keep better notes on who you have these, to do t- one of two things are. you either need to take notes or you need to do some brain games that make them like <laughs> so your so you, you you know your remembrance of of these movies what is would help higher. that some stoke <laughs> i don't what, know what about finding the can you find the word in a you circle a word. word. <laughs> is, that, is that a memory? Thing? I don't know. I do a thing at work where, like, I'm filling orders, and I usually will do like four cards at once, different styles. But then I try to challenge myself to get more than that. So, like, I'll look at the whole list and I'll like try to pull as many as I can remember. But I probably make mistakes. Too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a good trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a good memory trick. Yeah, memory game. Yeah, you've had some math issues lately. Yeah, <laughs> like simple math, and you, you yeah, <laughs> you're confused or don't get it right. Basic addition and subtraction. Like we were we were trying to figure out somebody's age, and you were like, he's like, oh, he's twenty. I was like, no, he's 32. He's like, because he was 12 years younger than somebody else or yeah. something. Yeah, I was really good at math. So, yeah, I think we need some... I'm sure there's some app on your phone that you can do some cognitive brain games. The thing that I miss about my commute... I mean, I still commute, but right now, that I'm, because of COVID, I'm driving in rather than taking the train. And I do miss the hour commute where I could learn Spanish, for example. <laughs> Because that's what you did when you commuted. I tried. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can catch up on news, podcasts, what have you. I don't really have that much time. It's like mm-hmm. 20 minutes, 25 minutes each way. In the morning, I'm usually listening to the news. On the way home, I'm usually listening to the Christmas station now. Yeah. All the time spent listening to the light Christmas station, you could listen to, like, Spanish, a Spanish lesson. Yeah. The best thing about the uh, the Christmas station, and I think we've talked about this before, is the non sequiturs that the DJs do in between songs. Yeah, I heard the best one. Was it Friday? I guess it was Friday night going home, or maybe it was I can't remember, but it was one of the days. You know, song ends, the DJ comes on and says. Best wishes go out to Al Roker, who's recovering from <laughs> prostate cancer surgery. Here is Ray Conniff and Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so good. so I don't know. At some point, I'll work on my brain, my brain games, your memory. We don't really have a schedule for the for the podcast. You know, we're not doing one once a week, or are we? I don't. You know, who knows? We've been doing like we're going for like once every two weeks. So. Obviously, we're going to probably watch a lot of things, so I'm going to need to take better notes. A lot of times, we would, do, we would watch one the night before and then record the next day, so yeah. we'd be able to remember. We've, yeah. Maybe you just need to jot down like a few quick things. A lot of stuff has happened since the last time <laughs> that we've we've gathered together Well, the microphone. Okay, so we've watched all these, but then we also watched another thing, which was like by far and away the best Christmas content we've watched in a long time. So we watched um, Dash and Lily, mm-hmm. the new series on Netflix, which is eight episodes, eight half hour episodes. So it's a quick, it's a quick watch. It could be my favorite TV show of all time. <laughs> it has Christmas. It has New York. It has teen drama. <laughs> It has tweeness. <laughs> what else do you need? The, they used my favorite Christmas song of all time. Yeah. The Pogues. Plays fairy, like a prominent role in the episode. Of New York. 
Oh, that's what we forgot to mention about tw- on the twelfth date of Christmas is that they um, there's a whole storyline where the guy's sister lives in a in an old, a really old dilapidated house that's a hundred years old, oh, yeah. like in like the middle of down of Manhattan. It <laughs> takes place in Chicago, but he's riding his bike in Manhattan or something, and yeah. there's the house. A hundred year old house in Chicago is is like a, a normal a new house. house. <laughs> yeah. and, and it didn't even look it looked like a house that was built in nineteen seventy. Yeah. So he's riding his bike and he the, you know, they're showing like Chicago landmarks and he rides in it, it they show like different Chicago things, like the bean and different skyline things, the the lions at the art institute. And then they show the big red balls that are in midtown <laughs> Mount Manhattan. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then here he is on his bike at the house. Okay. Sorry to <laughs> digress, but Dash so, and Lily Dash and Lily is shot in New York and like they must have shot it last christmas yeah and oh, I'm it sorry. feels like it too it has my, so. fi- my my favorite things it has new york christmas mm-hmm. teen drama mm-hmm. and the jonas brothers <laughs> those four things yeah nick jonas is a producer on it and the jonas brothers appear in a clever way yeah, yeah. at one point but yeah i by far like this this is probably the best christmas thing in my opinion, that we've watched in a really long time, a, yeah. maybe since that Bill Murray Christmas special. Yeah, like a new Christmas yeah. thing. It was real. It's really good, really yeah. well made. It stars Dash and Lily. <laughs> they are the couple. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just it's a clever. It's cleverly made. It's based on a young adult book. Yeah, I think like a series, series of books. Yeah, yeah. But it all um, takes place at Christmas from yeah. like December seventeenth through New Year's. Dash and Lily, they sort of meet at the Strand in New York, you know, a famous bookstore, mm-hmm. um, where Lily leaves a notebook for someone to find, mm-hmm. and Dash finds the notebook, and they write to each other in the notebook for a few episodes. Um, well, yeah, until for, the end. Until the end. Yeah. So they never really meet. They get to, you know, they, they know each other through their writings in the notebook about, you know, like their personalities and mm-hmm. what they like and what they dislike. And Dash has a really funny friend, Boomer. Yeah. Lily has her grandfather, the Asian guy who's in every <laughs> holiday movie now. Yeah, he's in the Christmas bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, like it... It was sweet. It was funny. Yeah. And they live like, I mean, it's very like privileged New York. I mean, she lives in like a huge apartment, which we don't know like how like this. The grandfather owns it. So he yeah. must have been successful at some point. His sister point. Yeah. has like a huge apartment yeah. too. Dash stays at his dad's posh apartment too. He, so He seems kind of a businessman. Yeah. Guy. Like finance kind of yeah. guy. Who's mostly absent. Dash's mom was in... She had she had gone to like Florida or something, mm-hmm. or and then Dash's dad was going skiing, and Dash told each parent that he was going to be staying with the other parent. Yeah, and then ended up just staying at. He wanted to just be alone at Christmas. Well, you have to like for them to be able to have all the freedom to do these things, you have to like get the parents out of the uh, picture. Yeah, yeah. Then, but Lily has like she, you love her brother mm-hmm. as part of it, and yeah. Anyway, it's just it's it feels like new york at christmas yeah it does i mean i think maybe that's why i enjoyed it so much because it really felt like it wasn't fake i mean these were like real places 
they went to Diker Heights mm-hmm. to see all the houses decorated. It's just I don't know, yeah, yeah McSorley's, re- McSorley's. It's just really, yeah, really well, really well made. Fred Savage directed a bunch of the episodes. Yeah, he did, yeah. And I could see that it's like the same, like the one of the people that wrote the YA novels is the same person that wrote Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So obviously, like we are partial to that kind of. Thing. Yeah, this is yeah, this is this is scratching me right where I itch. I understand that some people might like roll their eyes at this, but I don't want to hang out with those people. <laughs> First episode was like, oh yeah, this is good. I we're, let's continue. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these things, it's like, eh, we gonna, well, I had never, the, we'll never watch this again. It popped up, and I saw like the AV Club reviewed it and said all of the Netflix holiday content is crap except for this. We went to eat outside at a restaurant down the street last weekend and we're like standing there waiting to for them, you know, for our table to be ready and um, so the guy who's working like behind the counter started chatting with us about whatever like what we had been watching on TV and I was saying like yeah, we're sort of behind on some things but you know, we went from watching a lot of sports to watching a lot of election coverage to now we just watch Hallmark Christmas movies. And he was like, oh, he had like kind of a superior haughtiness to him. And or he was like, well, I'll watch the stuff that's on Netflix. And I want to say like, well, you're watching the inferior movies. Then <laughs> yeah. the Netflix ones are terrible. The Netflix Christmas content is awful. Like the Hallmark ones are so much better than Netflix. So you think that you're so great watching yeah. those Netflix Christmas movies. I don't think so. I'm not going to take my Christmas watching advice from a grown man in a Captain America t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, that for out of four stars for Dash and Lily, I would say. Yeah, do you, go that, do you go that high? I thought it was really good. And I know, like, you know, we all know that you love Emily in Paris. And I'm like, you don't have to watch Emily in Paris. You can watch this. It's a lot better. Emily in Paris is trash. Just watch, watch Dash and Lily. It's like okay to be smart in Dash and Lily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of, um, and maybe because it's similarly, <laughs> similarly, young adults, the perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. It had like that type of, like, I was getting the same um, rush of emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> that I would get after I read and watched Perks of Being a Wallflower. If you don't like it, I don't know if we could be friends. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what what else have we watched? I think that's about it. What else in general or what else Christmas-wise? We uh, put up our pink tree. I've been seeing a lot more of people putting up their Christmas. Yeah. I mean, we we usually put our tree up around this time. Our one, you know, our pink tree up in our bedroom up around this time. Just because, like... I would have, like, holiday shows on yeah, the weekends. and This would be, like, the last weekend that we could put the tree up. Yeah. And, uh, glow of the tree just yeah, makes it's me really, feel Yeah, I know. I wasn't... We were, like laying in bed watching on the rocks last night and had the tree on and I was like this is I really like this this is nice <laughs> and and yeah I think that you know more so this year I think people are doing it just because yeah the lights it's, it's dark at three and it just makes them, makes them feel better when mm-hmm. there's not a lot to feel great about yeah um, and then we'll get our huge tree we're having a debate about <laughs> uh, debate in the Christmas after. boat they get a huge tree where the top like has to bend over and Pete's like salivating <laughs> over it the other thing that we uh, buttheads about on Christmas movies is that they eat so many cookies and it makes my stomach hurt like thinking about it like they just walk somewhere they walk into a room and there's cookies and they just start eating them and I know maybe I have some disordered eating but it just is very ugh, it just like makes my stomach hurt just like the sh- just like only I think maybe because they don't eat any other food 
they only eat cookies so just the idea of like on a tuesday in the middle of the day eating, <laughs> eating cookies just makes makes me hurt and every time so i'm like doubled over like oh and, and pete's like oh those look so good every time they do and they we do both have these reactions i mean you can talk about a disorder but christmas i, was, I would gain like 30 pounds every christmas <laughs> because i would just eat every sort of sweet treat again that, disorder <laughs> for some reason i don't know around the holidays you're know, like chonk the groundhog <laughs> with right, christmas yeah. Yeah. I just cannot stop. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the joy of the season. All right. If no. you haven't watched that video, it's on the Dodo. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so this year, like you were talking about, like, let's make, you know, like every year, I, I put, it's put upon me to make a bunch of Christmas cookies for you to take it to work. Yeah, no, you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, well, and- <laughs> let's, let's go back because there's a lot of things that I put upon you upon, for Christmas. One is a Christmas party. Party. A huge Christmas party. Two is a, a customized Christmas card. And a huge mailing of them. And three is the Christmas cookies. A huge I, batch of Christmas cookies. <laughs> that I bring to work. And yeah. then after last year, you said... You Pick get one. one. You get one of these. <laughs> Which, yes, I understand. This is a busy time of year. You know, you're like slaving away at work. 15 hours a day and then you're coming home you're making me christmas cookies well there's so i can COVID has eliminated the, uh, a few things Bob that Fukuda, are... <laughs> the engineer COVID has eliminated a lot of like draining things that i don't have to do anymore <laughs> and um, well, that, I, out. that i had been thinking about it's not just this and there's some other things too that i've been thinking about maybe taking breaks from and this has forced those breaks so <laughs> i'll still send out a card obviously we won't have a christmas party and i don't do those zoom things no i don't do that we will decorate the house though that's another thing that's a lot of work but yeah we'll but do we it do that so that we enjoy it so but th- i was thinking about the so you were saying like oh let's make like together let's like i haven't made like cut out decorated cookies in a really long time and i have a lot of cookie cutters and i'm like let's you know like let's do that and so i was thinking like okay are we doing that to give cookies to people or are we doing that just for I think just for us. us. I'm not sure I will. Yeah, so is it okay to give to cookies anybody. to people this year? I don't think I would feel comfortable. Even though that's not how you get covid it just still seems weird yeah like i'd make some for my parents or whatever but yeah i'm not gonna bring a bunch to work i don't think that yeah it seems, seems weird not right yeah this time like in the christmas bow she works or she's helping out at her grandfather's um, music store musical instrument store and like this little kid comes in to buy a recorder and she just picks up a recorder from the from the table <laughs> yeah. and starts play puts it in her mouth and i'm like ah! yeah. there's so many things when you watch now it's like, dash and lily she yeah. drinks a bunch of other people's drinks yeah. and like, even, takes them out of their hands and drinks them even shaking hands is a weird thing kissing random people yeah, and just uh, being in a crowd yeah <laughs> not having a mask on so no party no cookies so really the, it's just the card yeah and you and i can make cookies but i don't like i don't the one okay i'll say the thing about cookies is that like when we have so many that i have to make so many people that we have to give them to it's hard because there's hardly any left over and you have to make so many and i'm always like rationing them out and mm-hmm. but now i also I, don't if it's just gonna be the two of us i don't want to make a whole batch of cookies though there's been times where i'll have cookies to bring to work and i've i've, I've had to actually make the decision of okay who gets the bag with six <laughs> and who gets the bag with five and i make and the whole house is covered in parchment paper with cookies on them i make hundreds and hundreds of cookies but it's still like up to a lot of when you just start dividing it up it goes fast i don't even want like a dozen cookies in this house though 
So if we we're going to make cookies, I don't know okay, how to we'll make 11. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm stuck in this limbo between I used to have to make a ton. And now even like if I just make a small amount, that's too many. Cause I always want to make pizza and we all, we have an issue where the oven bothers the dog, Zuzu. So baking sometimes is an issue. Well, the thing with the, with the thing with baking or with pizza and Zuzu is that usually you can get away with baking because it will be like on like 350, maybe 400. But the pizza, you have to push it all as heat. high as yeah. it will go. And like the smell, she can, we, in our condo, we had a very sensitive smoke alarm. And so you just turn the oven on and it would go off. Mm-hmm. And so she associates like the click of turning the oven on and like the be- the little ding that it makes when it gets up to temperature with the smoke alarm making that noise. And so when you, when you push up the heat as high as you have to for pizza, she gets nervous just from like the feeling of it. Yeah. She knows what's coming. All right, so we'll just make cookie. We'll just make cookies for ourselves. That'll be fun. Yeah, we we do. We have a list of because you know we like to do a lot of things over uh-huh. the Christmas holidays, and we've kind of come up with a, a modified list. Yeah, of what we can what do, we and then modified do. versions of things that we can't do. Because we love to go to the music box for the double feature of White Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. We usually do that, and. I don't think we're going to be going to a movie theater no. in the middle of December. So, but the music box does to go. We can get concessions, so can get concessions and watch them and at home. Watch them at home, and or we have to sit in those uncomfortable <laughs> seats out there. So, you get, there you go. They're involved in like the drive. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to do the drive-through, the drive, but we haven't seen anything about that. Yeah, yeah, the drive-in. So, like getting things to go from some of these places is is big on our list. So, I think we can still celebrate the holiday. Yeah. Adequately. Yeah. We mentioned we watch on the rocks. Yeah. Would you recommend that the uh, Sofia Coppola movie? Yes. In that, if you are like me and love, if if you, I'll make my list. Like you made your your list of things. If you love Sofia Coppola, mm-hmm. if you love New York, if you're fine with with watching something that is very out of touch with reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you're not troubled by problematic Bill Murray, <laughs> yeah, watch it. It, it. it was a little. I love Sophie a couple of movies, and there were there were things about it that, and I love Rashida Jones and the setting of it, and I still have a soft spot for Bill Murray. He's um, charming in this, I have to say. Yeah, he's great in it, and somehow I'm like. Uh, don't come at me with Bill Murray. I know. I know he's problematic. But, uh, yeah. I I feel like I can watch him in this and be okay. I, I just feel guilty even saying that because I know other people that who, if they were in something, I wouldn't yeah. watch it. I guess part of me is like, if Sophia Coppola thinks he's okay, I think he's okay mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. If Rashida Jones will be in a movie with him, he must not be that much of a monster i don't know anyway um yeah he's he's adorable in this and um you know like it's it's a bit odd to watch it now where it's so their life is so unattainable and so i kind of like watching something that's such a a fantasy mm-hmm. i guess but it's a little weird in like this year to watch something where the, like they are so privileged, yeah, and their problems are not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. 
comparatively um, to what's happening there's an odd scene where they're doing a state like they're doing like a stakeout and he has this like really cute like sort of aston martin red convertible car and he brings like snacks which are like krug champagne and caviar <laughs> Um, which is like I, I loved. I loved their yeah. stakeout. I, yeah. I love like his version of a stakeout. He's it's maybe like one of my favorite movies that he's been in. I yeah. mean, like it was. This role is perfect for him. There were things about it that I loved just as much as Lost in Translation. But they they're driving. He's driving really crazy, and he gets pulled over by the cops. And he like gets out of the car and talks his way out of getting a ticket. And it just, I just felt, as, it felt cringy. As most white men in their 60s probably could do. Uh, it just, that was uncomfortable yeah. to watch. But if you can, if you can look past yeah, these things, things yeah. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. I could have kept, it was like short and sweet. I could have kept watching it. It's just like, yeah, it was just a short, sweet movie about Bill Murray plays Rashida Jones dad they suspect her husband marlon wayans of cheating on her and they try to like they solve if, try if to yeah prove they go on these stakeouts and, and t- they tail him to yeah. try to find out if he is yeah. or not and she has these really cute little girls and she wears like she is sophia Coppola. i mean i think like you know she wears like striped sweatshirts and a chanel bag it's like perfect and yeah i think she's adorable there's like a whole sort of like plot line where she goes to his office for like a party and like his assistant is really dressed up and she's just wearing her like that that look which is like what i <laughs> dress like too <laughs> and um you know there's like sort of some comments about her like not going these places and not being dressed up enough but like that's just her thing and i enjoyed that they live in soho in this big apartment <laughs> and i would so again, if you, if you would, like those things if you like those things yeah. i recommend it yeah then i love like just a little movie yeah like that yeah that's so. exactly what i want to watch when like i was like okay let's watch on the rocks and you're like oh it's not a christmas movie i'm like we have we have a f- we have a brand new free sofia coppola bill murray rashida jones movie just sitting there waiting for us how have we not watched this yet there were a few times where i was watching it and i was like they why why didn't they just set this during christmas it would have been delightful <laughs> Right? There's nothing that says they couldn't have. Yeah, they set it around her birthday, and instead they could have set it around Christmas. But I guess working, all of his work stuff probably wouldn't have been going on as much around Christmas. Before Christmas. The, yeah. You know, two weeks before, before yeah. he could go on vacation or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they could have. Minor quibble. <laughs> Minor quibble. All right, so then, uh, yeah, we'll come back in a little bit, and we'll talk about a bunch more. I promise to take more copious notes. Or do some brain games? Well, no, I'll just take notes. Uh, <laughs> forget the brain games. More Christmas music on the way home. No Spanish lessons? You can listen to Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. 